think as soon as she can tell that it's safe, she just kind of like leaps down. Um, and, but I guess it's quiet because she lands on flowers. <laughs> um, so I don't know if he would rise yet. Um, I bet that relative to the rest of the forest, that's pretty loud. That's fair. Um, and so as you do, like quick as lightning, hand is on the axe. Uh, and it's like lift, it's a big one. It's like a two hander, but it's lifted to throw. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, and then he kind of like lowers mm-hmm. a cinea, right? That's me. We just keep meeting, huh? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he seems a little lost for a second. And then he shakes his head. He's like, you can't be here. You, you need to go. I'm, I'm sorry. I know where I am. I know what you do here. I'm here to help. It's okay. No, it's, it's not. It is. Azar, you're, you're a prisoner. That's not fair. Nobody else gets kidnapped. I, I'm good at this. I... I came of my own choice. You know that. They didn't they didn't even dress me up for her. One more person turned up dead and I picked up everything and I just came out here. Why you? My mother always said that false humility was just another way to lie because I'm good at this. Good at what exactly? Keeping her happy. Keeping a beast happy is, that's not what you should be doing. Um, quite frankly, I'm here to help whether you want it or not. I mean, what's, it's working. It's worked for 15 years. I cook her meals and I'm happy knowing that everyone else is safe. That's good enough. Not by my standards. You know, I understand this is a sacrifice, but where I come from, we protect all of us. If all of us aren't safe, if all of us aren't okay, then we stay and we fight for them. You you matter more than that, Azar. You're not just a sacrifice, and we're gonna put an end to this, okay? For the good of everyone involved. I need this place, and you need your home. Asinia, I don't mean to be doubtful of what you're capable of, and I want you here very badly, actually. Um, but she'll kill you. There are rules. If she comes back right now, you're dead, I'm dead, and then the village. she's dead. I'm good. I'm a good fighter. Okay? I'm a good fighter. And I think she, like, she, like, whips out this, um, like, saber, essentially. Like, this big sword um that's like been really like masterfully um carved it's got like a slight um like lean to it and i think she like she like presses something it like another blade like whips out of it i think azar takes a step back um either i'm getting out of here alive or she is but not both of us okay I'm done waiting around. This is my only chance, and from the looks of it, it's your only chance. I made this sword with my own two hands. This is my original design. I know what I'm doing. I think he looks at you carefully. And I think he, like walks up close and like puts a finger on the flat of the blade and like pushes it aside and steps kind of close. I think she kind of like 
stiffens up a little bit, but her expression softens. She was very prepared for danger, but not this. <laughs> right. I'll be clear. He has not yet put a shirt on. Um... <laughs> she really wasn't prepared for this? Fighting for your people, I get that. I really get that. I've been fighting in my own way. I don't get where I factor in. What do you, what, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? <clears throat> She's not here. The moment you found that out, you could have left. And you haven't asked me any questions about her, what she's like, what she can do. You've been asking questions about me. I think she kind of playfully puts like the tip of her sword to his chest, not in an aggressive way. And like start circling him. She's like, well, maybe I just find you charming. That is also against the rules. Well, I don't play by the rules. What do you play by? Fate, <laughs> luck, chance. And skill. Does that sound your speed? Mm. I play by skill. I play by practice. And work. And patience. Well, looks like we found our common ground then. Mm. But what do you play for? Peace. And not... Not the kind of <laughs> fabricated peace that you have here, but that your people have because of you. I play for real peace, real community, okay? Even if that means bloodshed. He nods. And as she, like, comes back around and, like, s finishes the circle, he, he catches her wrist with the sword in it and holds it aside. I play so people can have love. What about you? Don't you want love? I think she takes a step closer to him. Yeah. And I have not been allowed it. Then come with me. As you say that, he very quickly starts gathering some things. His axe. Um, he throws the shirt back on, gathers the bag and the boots you hear him shuffling through papers inside and then he kind of just like groans. He's like, ah, I wrote them for her anyways. And like, he kind of moves on. And in between all of this, uh, I think we start to hear footfalls and gentle singing. Letka's coming. And so I'm going to roll for her. Okay. Um, well, that's a three. Yeah. So. so I think he stops shuffling papers because you both hear the footfalls and the singing. And it's, it's a love song. You know, one of those ones, like, I, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but... It, the the premise of it is like don't leave me don't go away i won't mm -hmm. ever be happy without you oof <laughs> and 
And I think Azar just looks at Asinia and mouths, you have to go. Hide. I think she starts running towards the singing. <laughs> you coming? And she's I think like, he looks just <laughs> utterly surprised. And I. What? That's what we're here for, huh? I don't think he looks as joyful uh, as 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 she does um he looks worried uh but he follows he's not as quick as her but he, he follows okay uh so you said you rolled for the monster right for Ledka? i did mm-hmm. okay so does that does anything happen right away here no, no. That means that basically means it's your turn again. Meaning you That's could right. take action you can take action towards the goal and or the lover and right. roll dice. Right, okay. Um I th- To be fair, your whole conversation with him I think probably counts as taking action towards the lover regardless of what else you do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could potentially roll two dice here. Um, I think that this involves saving my goal, essentially, of building a sanctuary here from danger. And so I think I'm going to make that roll for the lover and for the goal. Okay, so this is you charging into into fight, basically. Yep. (laughs) Okay, yep, so you're rolling 2d6. Mm Mm-hmm. Five and a one. Five and a one, okay. That's not bad. So Natalie basically wants rolls that are as high as possible. Um, You are currently in the lead. It is 12 to three. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Looking good, looking good. Looking good. Um, So Asinia comes into a bit of a clearing. Sorry, as as you called out to him, the singing stopped and the steps turned into a run. She calls out, I don't know what Asinia was expecting, but it's a highly feminine voice. Not like, quote unquote, like um, super high pitched or anything, but it doesn't have any like guttural monstery sounds to it. It just sounds like a woman talking. Um, hmm, I think that that sets her on edge, like, more, because she's probably used to, like, the guttural, more, like, animalistic sounds. Like, the beasts in her land are not like that at all, like what she's facing now. And so Not super intelligent, don't sing, no, don't talk. just violent. <laughs> Serpents and chimeras and dragons and the like, not mm-hmm. this. Yeah. She calls out, Azar, what? Who's here? What are you doing? You you know you can't have guests. And then into the clearing, you and her come into view of each other. And she's, Letka is nine feet tall, maybe more. She has gray skin and green pattern tattoos on her arms and up on her legs. She has four curved horns and a barbed tail and silver hair. She seems young, but the stories of the village say generations. She's only wearing like a skirt uh, that goes a bit above her knees and a big necklace of bone. And she has a blindfold over her eyes, uh, though it doesn't seem to impede her ability to sense you. Okay. Um, Who are you? I am Asinia of the North, and I am here to put an end to your terror on this village. You've come to take him away from me, like always. I don't 
hurt him. I don't make him do anything bad. I'm just lonely. That's not an excuse for holding an entire village captive. Everybody else gets to have it. Why don't I? Everyone deserves people in their lives. Why not me? This isn't what love looks like. Love is not possession. And I think that Asinia is going to like jump up like onto like a tree branch to try to get a little bit closer to like where her head is. <laughs> um, and I think she's going to come at her with the sword. I think, I think Letka's tail lashes out and slams Asinia to the, to the mm. forest floor because it's technically my go. So right. I'll roll a die for that. There's a four. So Asinia falls hard to the forest floor and Letka says, it's not my fault. They just make me mad sometimes because they don't always listen and you're all so fragile. And as, as she says that, Azar uh, catches up to you and, and like slides through the petals, like sending a bunch of them up into the air. His his arms are, are beneath you and start picking you up. Okay, I'm like on a tree branch. So is he like standing below me, like bringing me down? Oh no, she, no, she never let you get into the tree branch. Oh, okay, I see. She knocked you down as you were like climbing. With her barbed tail. Okay. Oh, yep. Okay. Is he... But it is your go now. Okay. Um, Did he, like, move me out of the way? Or is he trying to, like, run with me away? What's... He's trying to pick you up. Okay. Just pick me up. Like, not go anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. No. And as, as, um, as he does that, you can hear her hiss like a viper and just say... Azar, we have a good thing here. You're so good at this. I can forgive you. Just walk away. Leave your little axe for me. I'll, I'll take care of this. You just go home and put on my favorite. Don't listen to her, Azar. You deserve better than this. I think he's breathing really heavily. And he's like, I, um, I believe, I believe in you. I think that I, um, Asenia nods, um, and is going to take another go at Letka. Mm-hmm. So I think she kind of like jumps away from um, from Azar, um, and mm-hmm. I think that she's. I think that she does like. She. I mean, she's a pretty small person, and so I think that she tries to kind of do like this like somersault thing, like between like Ledka's legs, and like jump onto her tail. Like to try to get onto her back. Cool. Yeah. So I can just do that, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. You okay. let you decide when at you can't do any like quote unquote permanent damage, right? Right. Um until the climax, but mm. you when it's your turn, when you are the one to roll the dice, you kind of just have narrative. You have, like, the narrative veto power in the same way that I had narrative veto power. Like, you're like, I get up on the tree branch, but I'm the one who has the die. So I'm like, no, you get smacked to the ground. Right, right, right. Um, it's like the push and pull of the battle, right? Like, mm-hmm. in that moment, she has the command. And in this moment, Asinia can just somersault through her legs and clamber up her back to do whatever is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So Asinia, like, clambers 
up her back um, with like a war cry, probably. Like she's like, she's going at it. And I think that she gets a couple of like good, like slashes in with her sword before I'm sure uh, Ledka is able to throw her off. Is that a roll? I think so, yeah. And I think she's also going to... I think she's going to toss the bow and arrow to Azar. Definitely. Um, okay, so... Rolling 1d6? Yep. Okay, that's a 3. Alright, that's a 3. So you are at... I'm just going to move your dice over to the side. Yeah. You are at 15. Mm-hmm. And Letka's at 7. <laughs> <laughs> In response to that, yeah, Letka, uh, Letka reaches around to like grab you, and you you suddenly realize like, Asinia realizes, oh, I'm about to die. Like, she gets Asinia in her hand and is like going to literally bite her head off when the arrow lands in her hand, and she drops Asinia. And hisses and screams. And in that moment, she is a lot more like the beasts Asinia knows. Like, Mm. there is the feeling of like, oh, okay. Like, it's still in there. Like, this isn't, this is both. Like, this is something different. But also, no, this is still a beast. The beast gods did this, you know. Mm -hmm. And. I I think that Asinia just like. She kind of, like, lets out this laugh. She's like, good one. And she's just, like, in it now. She's like, yes, this is, like, this is where, this is what I know. And uh, she, like, gives Azar, like, a big smile and, like, a wink. And then is Letka doing anything else? Yeah. Uh, She starts to flee into the forest. Mm. uh, Quickly. And... Almost magically, like, like petals start to fall from the trees, giving camouflage. And Azar puts a hand on Asinia's shoulder as Letka disappears, howling, hissing, and screaming. Ah, I rolled a six. <laughs> um, so it's now 13, 15. Azar says, Asinia, that's her ground. This is her forest. She keeps the trees this way. If you follow her, you're following her into a trap. Well, what else are we supposed to do? She's getting away. She isn't. She won't leave the forest. Not while we're here. If we go back to the cabin... We could set a trap of our own. Now we're on the same page. Let's go. He leads her back to the to the cabin. I'm sorry I hesitated. You have nothing to apologize for. Um, I, I know it can't be easy. Um, you know, after so many years just being with her it's not easy i don't know if i'd call us friends but uh i have talked to her a lot (laughs) beasts are no friend of yours no matter the tricks they pull I promise. He takes you inside the cabin. And inside is, you know, there's a kitchen with a big old oven and a big feather bed for her rugs on the floor and furs and, you know, ingredients and food hanging from the ceiling with pots and pans. And on one corner, there's a huge desk covered in journal after journal after loose pages after loose pages covered in poems like one for each night you think and 
Azar starts to bank the fire in both the oven and the fireplace and crumple up pages in corners of the house. Crumple up pages of his poetry? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, setting a trap. With... With that? Um... Yes. She has me write a new one every night. (laughs) Had me write them every night. Are they all about her? No. No. Anything. As long as it's new. They just can't be about anybody else. I see. Do they mean anything to you? Um, of course. I mean, I spent a long time working on them, but... Let's find something else. Something else to use. Asinia. I want to read them. Asinia, if we make it out of this, I will write you a whole book that are just about you. I would love that. But... I know better than most that um, art, writing, music, they're <laughs> sometimes they're all you have and they mean something. They're a part of you. And they won't go away. They kept me alive. They kept so many people alive. They kept my home at a fragile peace and now they might help win me my freedom and real safety for my people and yours let them burn okay okay um I think this is like, this is, I don't know. It's like, it's like weirdly uncomfortable for her. Cause this kind of thing like means so much to Asinia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know. It deeply saddens her. Um, but she knows he's right. <clears throat> um, but I think she definitely pockets a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think he finishes essentially setting the place in a the the house in a in a way where like if the right places go up the whole place will really go up in flames, you know. Uh and he turns to Asinia and looks at her and he's very pink in the face. Uh, mm. (laughs) Could I ask for something? Yeah? I've grown up alone. Um, This still might not work, you know. What do you mean? I'd rather not die... never having kissed someone or um, been with them. I think that Asinia gets that kind of like playful, mischievous look again. And she's, she's just gonna kiss him. She's a, she's a very um, less, less talk and more doing kind of gal. (laughs) I see. (laughs) He is probably not ready for that, but very happy about it. (laughs) Is this a, is this an action toward the lover? Yeah. One of the key actions, according to the game is will you, or won't you embrace the lover? Um, Embrace means explicit sexual interaction. Mm -hmm. So that definitely means a, a die roll. Okay. 
let's see. Two. That's not great. I mean, if it is his first kiss, I, I get it. <laughs> uh, it has no bearing on the quality of anything. It's just not great for your uh, your know. stack there. Let's, let's not be let's not be unkind to the poor man. Let's cut Azar some slack. Yeah, let's let's give him a, let's give him a, let's give him a slight pass here. I mean, to be fair, um, Sinia is probably in a similar situation. You know. <laughs> fair enough. I think. Letka, we get to see Letka, like, not stomping about the forest, but muttering and hissing as she sort of meanders her way back towards them. Mm-hmm. Ready? I, th- I think Azar is, like, hurriedly putting his shirt back on. Um... <laughs> And nods. Yes, I'm. I'm ready. You lure her in here, and I'll light it up, and then we're out through the window. Easy enough. She can't fit. We just have to keep the door closed. Okay. Um. Hey, you're. You're. You're pretty. You're pretty good for being inexperienced. I'm just. I. I just, in case we die, you know, I just wanted to, um, just wanted to throw that out there. He's very red and doesn't really have a response. Um, but he's like, um, I would like to not die. Uh, it would be nice to, uh, get even better than that what am i saying um <laughs> i think she's just like all right well <laughs> pull yourself together and we'll talk after <laughs> <laughs> and so the plan is to is she, is she going out the door or is she uh luring her I in without ex- exiting the house is that the plan I think that's up to I think that's up to you. Okay, okay, okay. Um, also, don't forget uh, any time before you reach the the limit on the monster, you can knock all of their dice over. You can force me to re-roll all of them. <laughs> okay, I can do that at any time until the limit is hit. Okay. And I say this because the monster's potential limits are four, five, or six dice total, and we're at four. So okay, so that's probably a um, good move. So either knock him down this time or next time, or it won't happen at all. Okay. Um, do I have to do that before I do my move? Um, any time before I roll next, basically. Okay. Let's see. So I think. Is there like a chimney in this house? Two. Two one chimneys. for the oven, one for the just sort of like hearth. Right. So I think that I think that Asinia is pretty athletic. And I think that she's gonna try to like crawl up the hearth chimney. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> So I think that she um, can kind of like shimmy up there and then um, and uh, through the top of it, she can see Ledka. And I'm not sure if Ledka sees her yet. And so I think that she like she unsheaths her saber um, and she like does the thing where it kind of like clicks into two again, um, mm-hmm. like two different blades and one in each hand. Um. So I think they like, so I think what it is, is, um, they're both like still attached to the hilt, but then she like detaches one. So it's like more of like a knife situation. And she just like throws it at Ledka, um, and hits her probably just like in the arm, like enough to get her attention and piss her off. Right, right. 
so so Letka comes through the trees, these beautiful purple and pink and orange trees, right? Mm-hmm. And into the clearing to see her house. And then from her chimney, a knife is thrown into her arm. Yes. <laughs> I can't even begin to describe the sort of noise this, this cursed beast woman makes. <laughs> And I think that, I think that Asinia like laughs, like to further piss her off. Like she like laughs at like the sound. Cause I mean, again, like Asinia is pretty fearless. Like, especially when she, if she's making like a very beast like noise, she's used to that. So I think she's like, mm-hmm. laughing in Ledka's face. Yeah. I think I, I, that's your, it's your die roll here mm-hmm. to be fair. Um, so I do want to knock over your dice. Okay. So I need to narratively happen or does that just mechanically happen? And we don't, that's just mechanically happen. I think this might just be so unsettling for her that that might just be it, you know, just like shakes her up. Yeah. 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 So I think like, so I'm rerolling. Yeah. So the six turned into a four, uh, the four turned into a one. Nice. The three turned into a one. And the two turned into a four, which is really good for you. Hell yeah. Cause she went from the teens into ten. And you still have like a die to roll here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Okay. So I should go ahead and roll that die now, huh? Mm-hmm. Six. Damn. Sweet. Damn. Okay. So I think in response to this, like, because uh, I'm imagining, I'm imagining Arsenia doesn't like stay on top of the roof, but just sort oh, of like no, yeah. slides back down the chimney. Yes. <laughs> she, she just like jumps back down the chimney. Like she kind of just like lets herself like fall. Um. Yep. That makes that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. So you tumble out. You tumble out of the, <laughs> of the, fireplace. Uh, Imagine I've got like a bunch of like ash on my face. <laughs> Azar picks like helps helps you up, and as like there's this like stomping, charging, uh, Azar starts going around to different different parts of the. Uh, different parts of the, of the house and like starting the little fires in the corners. And he, he probably throws like a bottle of wine on one. So it just like goes up. So the, the door opens inward, right? So if you stand in the right place behind a door, uh, you won't be seen because it will open and cover you. Mm-hmm. And this is a door for a nine foot tall woman, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really like 11 feet tall or whatever. And so he's, he's hiding because uh, she's chasing you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to close and bolt the door behind her. Okay. Um, so she comes in the door, uh, slams it open. I, th- I think you, she, there's fire crackling. Uh, she's furious, but you can hear just like this very quiet owl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she says, you Northern bitch. I am going to tear you apart. And then I'm going to tear apart that ungrateful man. And then I'm going to go to town and punish them for sending you to me. Do your worst, you ugly beast. And I think she like kind of like uh, runs across the room so that she chases Asinia. She does. And she reaches out and rakes uh, Asinia's back with claws. Uh, leaving like a deep wound and there's her final die of five it's a pretty good last roll it's a pretty good last roll uh so we are on to the climax yes so ending the match the match ends at the end of the go when my column is many dice as my monster score, which is five. We have, we've seen the totals. Your total is what now? Um, many. Many. Mm. 23. Tw- yep, yep, yep. 
Uh, mine is 15, which means that you win, which means you automatically achieve your goal. So the other thing you need to do are finding your good dice. These are the dice whose values are higher, higher than your lowest die, my lowest die value. So my lowest die value is one, okay. which means everything but your own one counts as a good dice. Sweet. So that's five of them. Yes. For every two of these you spend, you can accomplish one of the following from the list. Uh, you've already achieved your goal. You can ward off, avoid, or recover from the harm the monster does you. Otherwise, the monster will hurt you severely. And if it does, and you haven't already achieved your goal, you will die from this. Upside, you've achieved your goal, so you can be hurt severely, severely and not but die. you won't lose mm -hmm. and die. Yes. You can choose, you could also spend two to kill or, permanent, kill or permanently imprison the monster. Otherwise, the monster lives, although you escape. Or you can save someone in danger, including the lover, if the lover is indeed at risk. Otherwise, this person dies. Or you accomplish something else. Otherwise, it fails. Whatever you do not choose, the contrary must happen. Okay. Um, so I, I choose these now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you'll choose... Um, and then you'll choose the, the lover's fate as well. Right. That's not required by dice. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to choose to kill the monster and save the lover. Okay. Okay. So Asinia has been raked in the back which is going to grievously wound her mm -hmm. is the implication there. You, the monster hurts you severely, but you have full narrative control here. Tell, tell, tell the tale. How does Asinia kill Letka and save Azar? So I think what happens here is she's lured Letka inside and they're all, all three of them are inside this burning building, right? Yeah, because um, Azar slammed the door and bolted it. Right. I think that Asinia kind of makes Letka follow her away, away from um, Azar. I think, so she's great. Okay, so she's, she rakes Asinia in the back. That's what happened last. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that Asinia just like grits her teeth and lets the pain motivate her. I mean, afterwards, she's going to be probably crippled from it, but just she just has like this moment of adrenaline. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that they I think that they exchange a few blows so we can see like Ledka trying to swipe at Asinia again and hit her with her tail. And Asinia is like jumping, you know, like jumping higher, like jumping onto the bedpost and like like from the couch and like all over the house. And finally, I think she jumps onto Ledka's shoulders and she has her blade against Ledka's throat. And before she slits her throat, I think she's, she's going to rip off the blindfold. Hmm. What's underneath that? Nothing. No eyes. No scars. No nothing rotten. Just smooth skin. You're a coward. Loving someone isn't threatening. It's not violent. It's not conditional. And you will die never having loved. I think she just like slits her throat and I imagine that like it's like a really quick movement like because Leica's is like huge and she's probably like falling and I'd imagine that she's like mm -hmm. falling um like as she's falling probably like parts of the house are like falling down you know they're burning um and 
uh, I'd imagine that the danger that um, Bazaar's in is um, that he, you know, there's there's parts of burning building toppling around him, and I imagine her body's probably like, I mean, she's huge, so it's probably like mm-hmm. falling somewhat towards him, at least some part of her. Um, yeah, and so he's probably going to be crushed. So I think she just like leaps off of her shoulders, um, and. I think she's like very strong for how small she is. (laughs) And so I think she kind of like gets him like half on her back. And I think she just like, she like pulls him out of the building as it's like collapsing and burning. And they look back and they can just see like, like his body, like burning down with her house. And I'd imagine it's like a really horrific kind of, beauty almost because i mean they're in this forest that's just like so colorful and i imagine like the flames against all the flowers are like making the sky just look all kinds of purple and pink and orange um in that glow that you get like when there's like a fire and it's like sunset you know do you know what i'm talking about (laughs) Mm -hmm. i do i do you have one more choice as the as you two are watching everything burn you get to account for the lover's fate you can abandon him to a grim fate bring him with you when you leave leave alone gracefully or stay there with him um i'm gonna bring him with me yeah (laughs) i think I, i mean i would imagine that this involves us kind of um stumbling out of the forest um ashy and burned and bloody together like sort of carrying him i think that's what they both expect to do but i think something might happen here okay the forest of flowers has been kept trapped in perpetual spring for generations and Letka was cursed powerfully by the beast gods. Mm. I have a question. Do you think the breaking of the curse and killing Letka releases the pent up, I don't know, divinity of the seasonal goddesses and the beast gods? Yeah, I would imagine it would. I'd imagine that there are only two people who could be the next vessels for that power. I guess what I'm asking is, do Azar and Asinia walk out of the forest divine, only to be strengthened by stories and prayers as time goes on? Yeah. Yeah. Um... So what does this look like? I bet it looks like Asinia has scars, but isn't crippled by them like she should be. Like, does this happen bit by bit? Like, they just sort of like, oh, we're feeling better than we we thought we would as they walk out of of the forest. And it's only a while later that they start to notice real changes. Yeah, I think that they're so, like, wrapped up in each other and, like, the people of this community that they don't notice it for a little while. Um, Right. Because Asinia goes to get her people, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably as She brings them. And I bet Azar goes with her on that trip. And maybe a year later, as as Asinia and her people are working on building a settlement of their own, I think Azar comes to Asinia. And what do you think? Do they keep they keep up with each other during that year? Right? Like, is it romantic? Do they go on? Do they do they go on dates? Do they spend time together? Or is Asinia so busy and? Azar busy getting caught up back up with the world 
that they don't see each other. You know, I think if they're divine beings, I think they can do it all. I feel like... They just don't get worn out, huh? Yeah, I feel like they have this, like, energy and this... I don't I don't know, like, if it's a certain definitive, like, you can describe, like, this is their power as a divine being. But I just get the feeling that divine beings would not be hindered or worn out by busyness, you know? <laughs> like, I feel like... Right. I feel like... Right, they, so do people... So do people say, like, ah, they just never will get tired, do they? Like, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. I, like, that's, like, one of the first signs. Like, they're probably still not... They're still not... Like, they're not yet at the point, like, yeah, we're gods. There's, like, everyone's just like, man, they just don't get tired, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, it's really subtle. So, so they do spend that time together. So about yeah. a year later, I think Azar comes to her though and he has a book in his hands what's that uh a promise that a promise kept and half a gift don't tell me it's the bow and arrow again (laughs) no um i promised you i'd fill a book with poems about you I think she's just like smiling ear to ear and kind of like tilts her head in a way, you know, that's kind of like, look at this person, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's my person. And he, he hands it to her and he says, and there's a shelf where you can keep it. A shelf? Yes. And he points to a like to to not like a very high cliffside but a cliffside and he says i swear my eyes are just getting seem to get getting better maybe it's just all the time i lived in the woods but i don't know if you can see it but i built a new house it's the third one i've built in my life i said would you come share it with me that's all i've ever wanted 